Good morning. It's a beautiful Sunday in the Old Pueblo, and you're listening to KTDT Tucson. Thank you for spending a part of your brunch hour with us on your downtown Tucson, a community-sponsored rock and roll radio station. On this week's show, we're going to interview with Joshua Watts. He's a cyclist who found an interesting pandemic hobby, and he's now out mural hunting. And it's not too surprising when you consider his day job, and we're going to hear all about that in just a few minutes. Today is January 30th. My name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar. Each and every Sunday, our focus is on social, cultural, and economic impacts in Tucson's urban core, and we shed light on hidden gems everyone should know about. From you, Arizona, to A Mountain and all stops in between, you get the inside track right here on 99.1 FM, streaming on downtownradio.org, also available on your iPhone or Android using our very own Downtown Radio Tucson app. And if you want to get us on the show here, our email address is contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org, social media on Facebook and Instagram, podcast, wherever you find those podcasts. And uh, you can even ask your smart speaker to play Life Along the Streetcar podcast. That's how cool we are. And of course, you can always head over to our website, lifealongthestreetcar.org, for all of our past shows, information about upcoming events and uh if you head over there now, you'll find a little bit of information about a cool project we're launching with the Life Along the Streetcar book that should be out hopefully in March. We'll see. Everything seems to take longer than uh, expected. Well, something you don't have to wait until March to see is the Tucson Gem and Mineral Show, or one of them. There's all kinds of things happening. Tucson is you know, world famous for our gem and mineral exhibits. And of course, for years, it's the last few years, it's been a little bit... Uh, haphazard and scattered but they're coming back you see the white tents along i-10 and downtown up through maine and speedway in that area up to drachman which means the festivals are coming back some of them have already launched and they're going to go well into mid-february i think around the the 10th 12th something like that is when they're probably going to start wrapping up in general but uh you know best way just head over to uh gem and mineral sh- <clears throat> website and, and check out the various shows and remember, if you are going to go shopping, bring a, uh, a trustworthy advisor with you to make sure you know what you're getting if you are not too confident or too familiar with these expensive gem and minerals. But uh, yeah, please check it out. And while you are downtown, head over to the Pima County Courthouse, the historic one there. Um, they have the Gem and Mineral Museum in the basement. I think it's open Monday through Friday, 10 to 5, normal business hours because it's a county building you can get in there and see this fabulous museum that has been brought over from the University of Arizona. It ties right into the festival we see every year. And that's at the uh, historic Pima County Courthouse. Hope you get a chance to check that out. Well, our guest today is also on the hunt for gems, but his are painted on the sides of walls. We have uh, Joshua Watts on the show today. He is a cyclist. And he started during the the pandemic riding around and pointing out murals. And now every Monday, he's got a Facebook post with the mural of the day. He's gotten to know a lot of these artists and shares their work and their upcoming projects. And he's an archaeologist. Well, he works for an archaeology company by day. So he had a chance to sit down with him and just really learn a lot about this varied background and and uh, how it came to uh, to be that he is the cycling muralist or the muralist hunting cyclist, I think is probably more appropriate. 
We have uh, Josh Watts on the line. And Josh, you, you have a, a very varied background. Um, lots of things for us to talk about today. So thanks for joining us. Sure. Thanks for having me. So the reason I actually reached out was because I, I saw on your Facebook page and I heard from a few others that you absolutely love all of these murals in Tucson and you hop on your bike and, and tour them all over, uh, all over the city. How did that come to be? Are you, just a, are you a muralist yourself? This was a, a weird pandemic side project for me. Um, I had been somebody who had always been interested in arts, um, more specifically like performing arts and music, uh, writing, those kinds of things. Um, but, um, yeah, early in the pandemic, I was spending a lot of time riding around by myself on a bicycle just to get out of the house, um, but not do a lot of interacting with other people. And, um, really got uh, drawn into all the color that I was seeing in the different murals, um, particularly around the downtown area, but um, certainly have veered off into South Tucson and, and pockets all, all around the city, more or less. And so from there, um, I, and I gradually got a little bit more and more structured, and um, I've started getting to know individual artists more specifically and sort of chasing out where their work is around the city and um, these days I mostly go out on Monday mornings and um, ride my bike to some mural Um, usually something I've planned ahead but not always and I park my bike in front of it I take a picture upload it to Facebook and Instagram and try to make sure I give credit to the artist when the artists um, you know when I can figure out who the artist is and um Otherwise, mm-hmm. just try to provide some context for it. So are you are you still cycling by yourself, or do you have a group that goes out now? Um, it depends. Um, I would say these days, knowing what I know about how COVID works, um, I'm more comfortable being outdoors with friends. And so, um, so some weeks, yeah, definitely go out with friends um, and go do more I don't like more workout type rides, but, um, a lot of the mural and, you know, other street art related stuff is me just getting out and stretching my legs before I go to work in the morning. So have you, uh, I know it's always tough to come up with a favorite, so I don't want to ask you for your, your, um, your most, uh, your favorite mural, but (laughs) have you been drawn to a particular artist over another or is there a particular work? Okay. So yeah, not to interrupt, but yeah. And it is tough to pick a favorite, but um, hey, one of the cool things about the Tucson scene is that there are, it's like a manageable number of like top tier artists involved. And so I know, you know, there are a half dozen or maybe eight artists that like you, you tend to see a lot of. And um, one in particular, um, her name is Jessica Gonzalez. Um, who has a number of kind of really striking murals around, but there's one that's on the side of the loft theater um, that, uh, that maybe folks have seen, but um, anyway, her work in particular, she's just got great, uh, great instincts for color and uh, the subjects and everything like the, she's sort of the whole package. And so it's, it's been fun seeing her work as she's, gotten a lot of commissions over the last uh, two two to three years in Tucson. I believe she did the uh, the Tucson um, mural on the side of the hub, didn't she? Yeah, right on. Yeah, the one on the hub. Um, 
she was also sort of doing, I guess I'd call it like a residency, but she was doing a lot of the show posters on the side of the, um, the Rialto theater for mm-hmm. a little while there too. So, and it, it, yeah, she's one of them that like, as soon as like, you look at a list of her work, you're like, Oh yeah, that's who that is. Yeah. I remember when uh, I think the Tucson that came on the side of uh, the hub down there on, um, I think it's fifth and, uh, and Congress, that one has seen a lot of traffic because of it pulls in all these unique oh, yeah. uh, icons from, um, from places around Tucson. So all the letters are made up of, of, uh, the logos of, of other famous places in Tucson. Yep, exactly. Very, very, uh, cre- creative. Uh, now, I'm seeing more and more pictures on Facebook of artists doing private work, things that aren't even, uh, you know, opened, you know, they're not on the side of a building, but they might be on the, the back wall of a home or the side of a home. Are you able sure. to kind of get a tour of those or, or are you looking at more of the, the general public ones? Um, so most of my attention has been focused on the public facing stuff. Um, there are, you know, occasionally... Yeah, like if you roll up the El Paso bike path through the Barrio Viejo, there's um, there's a house that the back of it is covered with Danny Martin murals. Like, I mean, that's their backyard. I don't feel super great about peeking in there, but they've got this this great artwork installed there. <laughs> so, um, so um, I'm not above uh, peeking over a fence or uh, maybe doing a little little light trespassing but for the most part um yeah i'm I'm just focused on stuff that was um meant for public consumption we're not going to advocate any uh, light trespassing but certainly peeking over a fence i think if someone's got a mural they're probably expecting you know to take yeah they're asking they're asking for it but don't jump don't jump that fence (laughs) (laughs) exactly but you're by by nature i mean you're a cyclist this isn't just something where you you get out and you know you ride for a little bit here and there like a, a recreational i mean you're you're like heavy duty big time cyclist aren't you oh i mean you know i don't know uh i'm a middle-aged dude with a day job so um <laughs> like the, the the extent that um i'm able to put the kind of hours in to be like a really legitimately competitive um cyclist no that's not really me but for um for a hobbyist i'm pretty serious about it and have been probably for I am well over 10, maybe creeping 15 years at this point. Um, somebody who did a lot of commuting and errands on bicycles and then started getting more fit and then started hanging out with racers. And then, uh, you know, some, some years later find myself doing, you know, 200 miles a week and trying to keep up with the, the fast college students and that kind of thing and so um but yeah so i do um i do a little bit of racing um at this point it's mostly sort of age group relevant stuff and um yeah i um didn't you you just take on a a position with like a state organization in cycling yeah so um uh it's probably three or four years ago now and um, I am mostly focused on um, road bikes um, and road racing, um, and there is an organization that's um, it's basically the Arizona-based local association that works with USA Cycling, um, and it's the Arizona Bicycle Racing Association, and um, I've been a board member with them for a few years now, and uh, mostly we just help make sure that there is an interesting race calendar so that uh 
so that yeah, amateurs and pros in the state sort of have a menu of options to choose from that is, you know, sort of arranged in a way that makes some sense as to you know, race in the southern part of the state when it's cool and race in the northern part of the state when it's hot mm-hmm. and those gotcha. kinds of things. Yeah. Gotcha. Are you still commuting uh, to work? Um, it's, it's hit or miss. Um, when it's cold, uh, not so much. When it's hot, not so much. But when the weather's nice, um, yeah, I tend to um, tend to pedal into downtown. Um, I, I sort of live midtown, and it takes uh, 15, 20 minutes by bike to get over here. So it's a pretty good way to do it. So if someone's interested in commuting, what are the what are the thoughts here about Tucson as a as a bike friendly town? Do you do you agree with that, or are there special routes that we should be aware of? Um, okay. I mostly agree with that. Um, I think that, um, things that you need to be aware of are like things you see when you're driving as well, which is like the asphalt, um, is often pretty bombed out. And so if you're on a bike that is got some, you know, cushy, big, soft tires, and you can sort of just roll over that stuff. Great. But if you're on a, um, a fairly stiff kind of fast bike, you're going to get beat up. Um, but, um, otherwise, yeah, you got to do a little bit of exploring around and find your routes that are safe routes. But, um, there, relative to a lot of cities, Tucson has got a pretty good sort of map of bike bike infrastructure and so you gotta gotta learn the tricks and the the cut throughs and neighborhoods and things like that but uh you can get around pretty well we'll be right back with josh watts and his mural hunting cycling activities but first i want to remind you that you are listening to life along the streetcar on downtown radio 99.1 fm and available for streaming on downtownradio.org This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group at Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. Let's jump right back in here with the second half of our interview with Joshua Watt. And you might find some unexpected murals. I think that's one of the things yeah. that I'm finding in Tucson. Murals are tucked everywhere. Yeah. Oh, they're all over the place, right? And um, and you gotta uh, you start looking for color, and you see it everywhere. And so you know, you'll look up on the side of a building that's you know five six stories tall downtown and see something way up, way up high. And you're like, well, how the heck did that get there? <laughs> so, um, anyway, so yeah, there, you just, um, yeah. When, once you start paying attention, you, you find all kinds of interesting little, little art pieces. Yeah, I think so. I think sometimes we almost take it for granted because there's so much out there, but, yep. but, but I know I've, I've come across murals. There's one on fourth Avenue that, uh, like I think it's around seventh, uh, street and fourth Avenue and it's behind the uh, Antigone bookstore. And, and I just, it just says Tucson and I didn't think much of it. And then I was walking and I went up to it and I saw all of this intricate detail inside of the mural from a distance. It says one thing from up close. It's, it's, ama- yep. it's amazingly different. 
Oh, I think I know exactly which one you're talking about. And yeah, no, it's terrific. Well, you know, when, when I was doing the research for the show, I, I realized that maybe this mural hunting is not, it's sort of uh, in your DNA and your blood because I, I looked at what you do for a living and you work for a, <laughs> a, a nonprofit, um, yep. uh, Archaeology Southwest, and I started researching them, and they're located here downtown, but you do, uh, that nonprofit does work all over the region. Um, yep. really wasn't the, the point of the call originally, but do you mind talking a little about what, what you do through that nonprofit? Yeah, sure. Happy, happy to talk. Um, all right. So archeology span Southwest is kind of a medium sized nonprofit, um, was founded in Tucson about 30 years ago, give or take. And, um, we've got sort of a, a varied mission, but sort of the main points of it are, um, we do a lot of advocacy in, in sort of the process of protecting archaeological sites. Um, and so we end up working with tribes, uh, tribal members, and other landowners, other government agencies to make sure that important places on the landscape and yeah, more obviously, known archaeological sites are protected and preserved. Um, we've got a group of researchers that uh, works out of the office here that um, works on what we call preservation archaeology, but it's basically just really low impact um, research into sort of the life ways of the people that lived in the in the desert um, for the last several thousand years and um and then we've got a great outreach team that puts out a um sort of a nice glossy magazine uh, a couple times a year and um we do a bunch of other public outreach that involves um for example bringing in folks to take classes on doing hands-on archaeology yes i I saw that hands-on archaeology that was that 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 intrigued me that that really gets you are you doing actual um archaeology or is it is it just sort of representative okay so there's some some of both um it used to be that you could um like we would have volunteers come in and we would actually go out and do you know, survey for like trying to locate and identify archaeological sites. Um, that kind of work has gotten a lot less common over the last decade or so. Um, but we do bring in volunteers to work with us who are get involved in the analysis of collections of artifacts. So they might be working with uh, pottery or they might be working with chipstone, those kinds of things. Um, and then the other like hands-on opportunity that we've got is we have, um, we've got a guy on staff here whose name is Alan DeNoyer who focuses on like primitive technology. And so he can show you how to, um, you know, chip an arrowhead and how to half the stone knife. And like, so he'll, he does a bunch of classes where you can get, um, get some experience basically doing what you could almost think of as experimental archeology span while you're trying. Was Alan the one that I saw that was uh, featured on Mythbusters at one point? That's quite likely. I don't (laughs) know exactly, but like, no, he's, he's the guy you call, um, for that. Um, and he does a bunch of outreach, outreach work um you'll you'll see him at um at a, a any any events in the city where where you know you might expect an organization like ours to have a booth um he's out there you know talking to people and and 
that I'm showing off all this cool stuff that he makes. So it's it's safe to say that uh, finding, preserving, and celebrating history and culture sort of runs in, in your in your nature. So the oh yeah the the, the mural the mural quest is. Uh, in a lot of a lot of ways, you're <clears throat> you're you're preserving some of that because we know that these murals are transient. You know, someone might paint over it; they might have construction next door; they could disappear tomorrow. We've oh, seen yeah. we've seen that on numerous times where celebrated murals are gone. So you're, yep. you're you're documenting all of these. Oh yeah, no that that instinct, yeah, runs runs deep. Um, yeah, particularly with the artwork. Um, that stuff is so. And I'll use yeah, the big word is ephemeral, but you know it's here today could be gone anytime hey, where, where do people find this collection of works do you have a you mentioned facebook and instagram is it a, a page for the the cycling is it your personal page is it something you're willing to share um yeah i'd be I and mean, so the the easiest way to um start following me doing this stuff would probably be instagram um and i'll share this link with you so that you could could post it to your site later but um I've got kind of an annoying um, Instagram handle that's not obvious, um, but um, it's, uh, geez, it's all lowercase. Um, it's the letter P underscore the letter or the word equals underscore I underscore X underscore V, which is a lot, but um, it basically is a weird play on my name and electrical engineering. Uh, my last name is is Watts, and this is an, a, a variation on um, Ohm's law that's basically power equals in impedance times voltage. And so, right. Well, I, um, I, I, I actually I like the challenge. You're you're out exploring <laughs> unknown or, or lesser known murals in our town, and and to find it, we're going to have to do a little work on our end just to get to your page so we'll <laughs> just a little bit yeah. <laughs> well we'll uh we, like you said we'll get the uh, actual link and we'll put it on our facebook page yeah uh, so that, people can good. so people can link to it and share to it and then if you come across um any uh new muralists or, or things that you think we should be highlighting you know our show is about uncovering hidden gems in the urban yeah. core so you know feel free to tag us on on any of that stuff so that uh, our audience can can keep up because I know we, when there's a lot of interest in our, our history, our culture, yep. our art community, and you're, you're kind of combining all of those with your, uh, oh. with your efforts. Sure. Will do. That's, uh, happy to share. Well, I appreciate that you, uh, have found a pandemic, uh, sidetrack hobby <laughs> and, yep. uh, appreciate that you're willing to share it with us. And, and, um, I know your time is valuable. So, so thanks for spending right. a few minutes with us. All right. Tom. Thank you. That was Joshua Watts. Uh, he's uh, got a really interesting background and appreciate that he would spend some time talking to us and hope you learned a little bit about cycling, commuting, archaeology, murals, all that stuff that makes Tucson just an amazing place. And if you head over to our Facebook page afterwards, we're going to link to his Instagram uh, so that you don't have to write all that stuff down that, that he told you. Well, my name is Tom Heath, and you are listening to Life Along the Streetcar on Downtown Radio 99.1 FM and available for streaming on downtownradio.org. This podcast is sponsored by the Mortgage Guidance Group and Nova Home Loans. If you enjoyed this podcast, keep listening or head over to lifealongthestreetcar.org for all of our past episodes, current events, and things to do while visiting Tucson. Tom Heath, NMLS number 182420. Nova, NMLS number 3087. 
VK number 0902429. Equal housing opportunity. And while you're getting your swag on, uh, check out our lineup. Uh, there's DJs doing things all week long here on Sundays. We start the, the morning off right with Mr. Nature and Little Leaf Radio. Kind of kid-friendly, maybe even kid-focused music, but I'll tell you what, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a grown man, and I enjoy uh, the, uh, the music that he plays. And then we move into the art of easing, and that is an art. The art of easing with DJ Bank. Uh, probably one of our most popular shows. I think he gets the most fan mail. And then after us, we've got Ted Prozelski with his show Words and Work, talking to uh, writers and members of the labor movement. And then uh, Heavy Mental with Ty Logan coming up at the top of the hour at noon. And if you haven't heard our interview with Ty, head over to our Facebook page, or I'm sorry, our website, lifelongstreetcar.org, and look up uh, Ty Logan and listen to his two-part story and once you listen to that, you'll be like, man, I got to tune into to his show every week. You know, all volunteers, show hosts and DJs, our board is volunteers. All the staff uh, work that gets done is done by volunteers. So if you have within your means to donate a dollar or two, please do so at downtownradio.org. And then if you want to hear somebody special on the show or a topic, you know, reach out to us. We're contact at lifealongthestreetcar.org. Facebook, social media uh, is, a, is a good way to connect, as well as Instagram, and tag us. Share something that you think is cool on our page, and we'll do some research and put it as an upcoming show topic. And if you haven't checked out our Instagram page, please take a look. Some really nice photography that we're getting put up there about the amazing urban core Coming up in March, hopefully, 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 we're going to have our first book with some of the key interviews from the first uh, year of the show. We launched at the end of 2017, and that first, first full year, we talked to some amazing people uh, to really kind of launch this show and excited to share it in a book format. All that, uh, check out lifelongstreetcar.org for information on all of that. Anyway, we're going to leave you with a little music today in honor of our uh, guest, Mr. Josh Watts, who likes to hunt murals. Our music uh, today is from a band called The Starvin' Band. And this is from a 2021 album of theirs, Collections. And the name of the song is Murals. Well, my name is Tom Heath. I hope you have a great week. And I hope you tune in next Sunday for more Life Along the Streetcar. Midwestern farm for everything went